Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Daily Intermission Podcast, Season 2, Episode 38. My name is Greg. We are joined in studio by Nathan Brown. Fresh off the birthday. How we doing, bud? Not too bad. Um, yeah, solid birthday. Had that mic a little far away. Uh, got some, got some goodies. Kind of got some, you know, got some, got some fresh new shoes. Some, some, some solid underwear. Yeah. So I'm fired up for that. Nice. Round of golf in. Nice day. So, and I watched the Caps get the wheels beat off them. Yeah. So, so it's overall, what, good birthday. Yeah. I mean, minus the Caps blowing a three L lead. And anyway. Yeah. Well, first men's night of the year was was Nate's birthday. So <clears> yesterday, <throat> and so men's night for all of the individuals listening we are uh kenwell golf and country club every wednesday the uh it's kind of a men's league it's a tournament style golf and uh yeah it's good fun i mean you know all of the people all of the people compete and and there's money on the line and and uh things uh didn't go uh as planned no in the scoring department no they did not no i mean i started off like a pga pro yeah nate birdie's birdie's the first on a tucked pin i was like this guy might shoot a career low today i was thinking that too and then well next thing you know i was in the bunker yes and then i was in another bunker yeah and then i took a quad yeah and then i took a triple yeah and then there was a couple of doubles yeah yeah i ended up shooting 92 yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the wheels absolutely plummeted. Um, no, it was a good day, but there was a lot of, I mean, we were playing with a couple under, other individuals who are very animated when uh, they were upset. So, and Nate is as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of clubs thrown, a lot of slammed clubs. I um, want to count. I'm trying to count right now how many I had. You had a few huge ones, a few yeah, outrageous ones. There was they were on the quad. That was on the quad hole. Okay, I was uh, I blew one. I think that was the first chuck. Yeah, the quad chuck. I think I might have counted like maybe four or five for me. Yeah, yeah. One dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. Almost snapped yeah. my wedge. Crazy. Yeah. That was, I mean, you got to be careful, but uh, no, it was a good time. It was a good time. A lot of F-bombs thrown around, but uh, first man's end of the in the year is uh, concluded. I was 79 for the people wondering, and yes, <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Uh, neat. <clears throat> Continuing the pregame show, but I guess we haven't mentioned about Manscaped, but we all know the drill. It's the best tools for your family jewels. Get that thing cleaned up for all of the people in your life. Use the code TDI uh, for 20% off free shipping uh, at manscaped.com. <laughs> um, Just thinking all the people in your life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, your parents and you yeah, get, you well, get, well, your mustache gets a little strangly. You want to be looking cleaned up. You, exactly. know? you want to be looking presentable. You do, you do. Uh, you Nate, Tom Brady, an announcement came out this week. I'm not sure how much skepticism uh, we should put into this because uh, I am fairly skeptical that he'll be joining the broadcast booth once his career concludes. But uh, it says that he'll be joining uh, Kevin Burkhart in the booth uh, in the NFL once his career collu- uh, concludes. 10 years, $375 million for Tom Brady to commentate. And this is a guy who's still playing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, this is more than he makes in a year, right? And playing uh, NFL, or it's, or it's close. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely think, close. Yeah, I would think, yeah. It's like $37 million a year, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, holy smokingtons, man. I just don't get the 10-year deal. Like, how? Well, it's, it's challenging for me to understand is this guy's never done it. So like, how yeah. do you know that people are going to enjoy it? Like, like people, you know, fell in love with Tony Romo calling the plays and and um, you know predicting what was going to happen and analyzing. Uh, Peyton Manning's done really well in the Manning cast. I mean, Peyton's got a big personality. We haven't really seen Brady in that light, in that spotlight, in terms of um, you know showing off a lot of personality. He's yeah, we'll see. I mean, I mean, obviously Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's the yeah. greatest player of all time. So it will get views and. But, uh, but yeah, they, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like, I think that he was leaving football to spend more time with his family. I mean, he'll be all over the place, yeah. you know, calling football games. Unless so. it's just set for, like, if maybe he's, like, every other week or something. Who knows what the deal is? Yeah. No, but. I think that would it would be every week. They'd be yeah. prime time, and it would be all over the United States. But I guess if you PJ'd in that Sunday morning, did the game, yeah. and then PJ'd out. It's not uh, that bad. Be like, one day a week. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's pretty funny in some of the some of the clips you see too. Oh yeah, like he's I, always got some funny stuff. For sure, for sure. I, I mean, obviously too, he's watched film on every single team, yeah, thousands of times. So he'd be able to break down the plays just like Romo does. Oh yeah, um, and be able to tell you, you know, with his verbiage, his football verbiage. So I think he'd be pretty good. But it, just an outrageous headline that there that that leak that the offer <clears throat> uh, is, is is on the table for Tom Brady once he retires. But we'll see what happens there. Nate, the F one moved to Miami this week. Continue one of the pregame show and Max. Verstappen, Verklapp, and Big Dub throw on a football helmet. There's a lot of stars there. I know Brady was hanging out with Lewis Hamilton. Josh Allen was in the building. Um, but I think that's one thing I do want to go check out one day is an F1 event. Yeah, well, that one was super cool. They had the fake water and stuff yeah. going on. That would have been pretty fun. I don't really get what the fake water was all about. Well, just, yeah, just for visuals. Just for, yeah, for the visuals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You know how they do it down in Miami. It's uh, it's it's a class. So I get a few um, beers in me though. I'd be hopping in that wall, that fake water. Do you think you'd ever take an F one car around the track and go like three hundred kilometers an hour? No. Yeah. I don't well, it would be pretty cool, but holy smokes, that's fast. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's. Have you ever been in a car when someone gets going and it's like one eighty? Oh man. And you're like. All right, oh, that's man. you're just not supposed to be going that yeah, fast. Yeah, it's like this is why you ask your cars go this quickly. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that is a, a good question. It's like if the maximum speed limit is like 110, 120, why don't cars get governed at like 130, 140? Yeah. Like, nah, we'll just let some some guy go 220 miles an hour, car, cause a huge crash, or get arrested for stunting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's if weird. It's, if it's available to people, some people will take it 100%, on. 100%. But know? then there's, then you got that like Autobahn in Germany or whatever. Oh, yeah. No speed limit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is just insane. That's got to be on the bucket list as well. That would be crazy. Get a sports car and just absolutely go. Yeah. That would be um, pretty sweet. Yeah. I would be probably in full gear, though. I'd take the F1 out <laughs> on, on the highway. Oh, my. <laughs> that would be insane. Imagine that. Oh, my goodness. Nate, just to conclude the the pregame show today, Kayvon Thibodeau, our guy from Oregon, went fifth overall to New York. He has donated $50,000 to charity. For Graham Gano's number five. So Graham Gano uh, was acquired by the Giants in 2020. Wore the number five. Kevon Thibodeau likes the number five. That's always an interesting uh, interesting thing in sports, Nate. When a guy gets acquired at the deadline or on the offseason yeah. and he wants a number. You hear a lot of times uh, a Rolex exchange yeah. um, is, a, is a popular one. But uh, but he had to donate 50k to charity, which I think is reasonable. Uh, for, for a sure. guy who was in the top five, I think he'll be making north of $10 million this year. So, yeah. Gets the number five, and he'll be wearing it with pride. That's awesome. And his draft number. Gotta yeah, love it. Gotta very love it. true. Gotta love that. You I love like, seeing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that'll conclude the pregame show, Nate. We're hopping fiercely into quarter one, which is the National Basketball Association, which Nikolai Jokic was announced as the back-to-back MVP, the regular yes. season MVP. He averaged 27 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists. Pretty solid for a big man. He was the first player ever to record 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists. Uh, I don't know if they just make up those categories and those milestones as we go, but he's the first player I, to do it. It <laughs> seems like there's just, it's just like, and we'll also add in secondary assists. It's like, <laughs> well, those aren't even ca- counted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, a great year. I mean, you look at the Denver Nuggets who ended up making the playoffs. Um, you know, they were without Jamal Murray all season long. Uh, they missed Michael Porter Jr., I think, for half this season. So, you know, he carried the load. Uh, you know, his number two and number three guy were out most of the season. And, and you know, he was a playoff team. And, and, and he brings in most nights. Like, he really can't go wrong, I think, with those three in terms of uh, Jokic, Embiid, and, and Giannis. I think if any of those three guys would have won it, I think everybody would have been like, yeah. Yeah, okay. makes sense. Um, um, the voting wasn't particularly too close either. No. Uh, Jokic won by a fair bit. So yeah, I thought so, it was going to be close. I, I thought Embiid was going to get it. So did I. I had a feeling of Embiid yeah. was going to get it as well. But you know what? Maybe next season. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a bit of a softy as we've seen. So. No kidding. Uh, Still got the Freddy Krueger mask going in full full force. No, for sure. Uh, but uh, speaking of the 76ers, Nate, they're down 3-2. They're heading home tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll see Embiid in the mask. Do you think? Do you think they can you know send this game to, uh, to seven or the series to seven? I mean, <sighs> the Heat handled them fairly easily uh, in Miami in game five. Uh, It'd be interesting, man. I think the Sixers will bring it home. I think it's going to, they're going to rely on, I mean, you know what Embiid's going to bring to the table. He's going to be a, you know, he's going to be a menace in the pain. He's going to be, you know, hard to handle. I think James Harden and Tyrese Maxey need to have big games. Yeah, I was going to say the X factor here is James Harden. Yeah. For sure. So hopefully, I, I would love to see a game seven. So I'm hoping they push it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. For sure. Uh, another uh, series that I would love to see go seven is the Boston Celtics, who were up last night handily. They were up by 12 with eight minutes left um, and, uh, and ended up blowing the lead. They ended up losing by five points to Milwaukee. Man, 
Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were looking like absolute monsters in the fourth quarter. I flipped back to hockey. Oh. Mistakenly, I should have finished out the game. But, uh, but yeah, the Celtics are down 3-2. They're heading over to Milwaukee. I'm a little worried. Yeah. I never like going down 3-2, <clears throat> heading on the road. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough position to be in, especially yeah. in basketball. Yeah. The home court advantage is... Uh, is unlike anything else. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I don't know. They could still get it done, though. This It's been a pretty competitive series, and, yep. you know, every game's been fairly close, I guess, except for what the first couple were. First two they, games blow out yeah, each way. Yeah, each way, though. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I wouldn't mind seeing a bunch of game sevens. One I don't see happening is Golden State and Memphis, though. Uh, yep. John Morant apparently is done for the year. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. But, so. but Nate, the statistics on that is is pretty crazy. Without John <clears throat> Morant this year, the Memphis Grizzlies were like 13-1. and one. They okay. also absolutely dismantled Golden State last night, 135-95 to 95 without John Morant. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you got guys stepping up. I mean, you got Desmond Bain, you got Dylan Brooks. I mean, there's guys on Memphis that can stop with Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, you've got, they still have some good pieces. Obviously, John Morant, they're the most prolific scorer in the NBA almost at this point. Uh, having him out is going to suck, but I mean, they had a 40-point win, you know, fairly, sure. fairly statement dub. Um, last night, but yeah, it's three two. They're heading back to Golden State. I mean, I could see that uh, yeah. closing out, but I could uh, see it almost going the other way. Yeah, like a big one. Curry and the boys yeah, go off. So exactly. We'll see what happens. It'd be nope. sweet to see that go seven two though. That'd be a that'd be a nice push for Memphis without Morant. Yeah, for sure, for sure. In the last series, Nate, the Suns and Mavs. Uh, Mavs down three two, so the Suns are up three two heading into Dallas. I expect a big game from Luca tonight. Um, I will be giving that best bet here shortly uh, on television. But it's gonna be, it's gonna go through Luca. I mean, their supporting cast isn't isn't the strongest. I mean, you think that uh, the Suns do have the better team, uh, but he shot twenty five times uh, both times at home. I, I expect twenty five to thirty shots from Luca. If he heats up, has a thirty eight point game, dominant performance, I think the Mavs can have a chance. I just don't see it happening. No, I know. It's going to be tough. I, I did expect the Suns to kind of walk through a little easier these first couple rounds, too, yep. though. Like, even against New Orleans, like, that yeah. that thing was close. Game six was sick. Yep. It was so tight. Um, I mean, they're basically on track to lose as many games in the playoffs as they did in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. It's which, crazy. Which, which is incredible. Yeah. Well, I guess they're, it's going to be harder games. You know, you're not going to beat up on the Lakers a bunch and... Yeah, playoffs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. There's, uh, they're all competitive teams. Once to get to the postseason, but yeah, yep. I mean, we'll see what happens, man. I, I, I expect a big year from Luca, but I also expect the Suns to take it uh, tonight in six. But uh, no, we're excited about the NBA. We're gonna have the semifinals established in the next few days, so we'll continue to monitor that. Monitor that, Nate. Let's just kind of predict. You're thinking Suns, Golden State. Yep. And then we're thinking Bucks. <sighs> I'd say probably Bucks. Eat. Yeah. My uh, when I did my bracket, I had 76ers Suns in the final. Okay, so I'm kind of rooting for the 76ers here. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, <clears throat> either one of those conference finals is great. Yeah. If, whether you have Boston or Milwaukee, either way, and then if you have Miami or um, um, who am I forgetting here? Miami and then Philly. Yeah, yeah. If you have either 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 like either one of those matchups is awesome. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm good with whatever. But I'm gonna go. I would say 76ers get it done in seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, Nate. We'll this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader. We're going to move into quarter two of National Hockey League where we're going to break down all the series, all the Eastern Conference series, and all of the Western Conference series. Yeah, let's get into it. Now we're into oh, quarter two, and the Pittsburgh Penguins, Nate, we're going to talk about the National Hockey League. In quarter two, we've got, uh, starting things off, we've got the Penguins. And the Penguins have been rolling. They're up 3-1. Igor Shosturkin, a guy who dominated in the regular season, has looked more than just I mean, he's, he hasn't been good at all. He looks I mean, terrible. He's been letting in five whole goals. I mean, five, six goals a game he's been letting in. And, I mean, last night he had a fairly strong performance. But, he, they, I mean, the, they got off to a hot start. I mean, the Penguins were up 2 nothing. They ended up losing Sidney Crosby in the second period with six minutes left. Didn't return to the game, yeah. which certainly killed the vibe. 
New York ends up winning 5-3, and, and they're heading to Pittsburgh uh, down 3-2. Do you expect uh, New York to make a push for their seven, or do you like it, Pittsburgh at home? It might be. I mean, it's going to be beneficial for them if Crosby's out a little bit here. Oh, my goodness. Which 100%. I imagine he's going to be. There's been a lot of head injuries, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to think that's going to be the case. Did you think the hit was kind of dirty or no? True, but I, I, it was a collision. I didn't yeah. I didn't see where the puck was. I didn't see the location of the puck or even the location of the hit. I just saw kind of just the, the two of them kind of banging together in the slot. It was awkward for Crosby the way he fell. But yeah, we um, kind of just had his head down getting ready to shoot, which is like not a shot yep. at him. Like, obviously, you're going to look down at the puck. Yep. And then he just kind of got the arm up. I didn't think it was too bad, though. Like, I don't think he's getting suspended or anything. No, no, there was no, a lot no. of chatter about that going on. I was no. like, holy smokes. Like, well, no look for shot. a guy like Trubo, who's, what is he, 6'5", six, 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, there's... He, <laughs> Tough not to hit him in the head. Well, that's it. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I think the Pens get it done, man. They've got a pesky team, and this is a team that we wrote off at the beginning of the season. Yeah. We said that they're done. Their run is done. Man, they, they've got some guys, some depth guys who, who have just come alive in the playoffs, and, and they look really good, man. So we'll see what happens. And they're getting it done with Louis Domingue. Yeah, that's the craziest Louis thing. Louis Domingue. Like if New York, like this is one of those opportunities I think I said on last podcast, like you got to you got to take advantage of this guy in net. Yeah. Like, you should be just pumping him, dude. Oh, absolutely. It's, Another guy's it's got seven crazy. goals in the post. Jay, uh, Jay Gensel, Gensel. yeah. Absolute buzzsaw. Um, he just scores, man. Yeah, he knows how to get the puck in the back of the net. Wild. So. But uh, moving in, in or out west, Nate, we got the, the Calgary Flames in Dallas. So they go down 2-1 in the series, and you're like, uh-oh, what's going on here? Uh, game four in Dallas, but Calgary with a gritty win. They win 4-1, and then they win at home last night 3-1. They've got the stranglehold of the series 3-2. They'll be heading to Dallas for game six. It's been a great series, man. One of the lower-scoring series. Ottinger's been fantastic. So has Jacob Markstrom. Um, I think uh, Calgary's going to get this done in six games, but uh, but Daryl Sutter, man, he, uh, he's he got a wagon there, and, and I know, Nate, that they've, they've been known to choke. I don't think they choked this one. No, I don't think so either. But it's crazy, though, as you brought up the low scoring in these games. It's yep. it's ridiculous. It's like every period you watch, it's just like scoreless, scoreless. It's an absolute goaltending juggernaut. Yeah, yeah it is. Markstrom, Ottinger's unbelievable, man. Yeah. Some of the saves oh, he's man, making. Oh, man, that like glove saved me the Toffoli. night. On Toffoli, Ridiculous. Yeah. Lucic uh, got it out front, bumped it over to Toffoli, and just the glove, just leather was flashed. That would have been on Don Cherry. Um, you know what were the what were the uh, Don Cherry movies oh, called? Rock'em Rock'em Sock'em. Sock'em. That would have been a yeah. Rock'em Sock'em save of the year, hundred percent. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean I I expect uh, Calgary if not to get it done in six, get it done in seven. Yeah, I think they're gonna um, get it. But uh, just another Canadian team at West Nate that's actually in much worrisome position is the Edmonton Oilers who are heading to LA tonight. They're down three two, lost in overtime. Adrian Kempe drove wide blue by Duncan Keith. Yeah. Uh, to give them the five four overtime win, they are up three two heading home. Without Darnell Nurse. Yeah, with the suspension, the headbutt. It's a greasy play, man. Yeah. I, like that's a suspension. That that's a that's a big suspension regular season. I mean, you yeah. can't headbutt someone. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so I mean it's a Zidane Zidane. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. it wasn't to the chest though, it was to the head. <clears throat> yeah. Which Wait, is... was Zidane to the chest? Yeah. Yeah. The guy went down like a ton of bricks. Oh, well, that's a soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here, Nate. I, I think that Edmonton can win. Um but man, like they've been relying on their big guys. They were down. What were they down four two? I mean, Drysaddle scored two to tie it up. I mean, yeah. how much more can you rely on these guys? It's gonna. I think for me, the X factor is gonna be Mike Smith. Can he get it done? Yeah, for sure. I don't know if they're gonna. Yeah, like it's gonna be. They're 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 down here, and it's not like they've been unbelievable. They had the one game where they pounded them like eight two, but yep. then they come back, get shut out. Yeah, you know, it's just I'm not sure what's gonna happen here. I just didn't expect this out of Los Angeles. Like when we looked at that decor, we were like at the start of it, we we're like, who's yeah. shutting down McDavid and Drysital? Oh, it's uh, I expect Edmonton to win these next two games. I think it's gonna be a gut check time because I mean, if they don't, that's what I was thinking too. It's like if they lose, what oh, what happens here? It's it's mayhem. It's it's anarchy in Edmonton and. Um, you know, it's a lot of it. I think will fall on McDavid and Drysdale, and obviously you can't do it all, but you got to be big in these games. And I think that these two, and their goaltending, so management as well. Like yeah. we said at the deadline, you have to address the goaltending. And and McDavid said in an interview after the game, like if you score four goals in a playoff game, you should be able to win. For but sure. the way I looked at that, it's like, dude, you were down four two. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's also true. You got to tie it up. You got to yeah. Like <clears throat> anyway, you gotta keep um, the puck out of your net too. It's not yes, like exactly. You know, Mike um, Smith is definitely like he's he's enough. Yes. Right now, anyway, yes, is, against LA. Sure. Well, he finished the season on a nine and zero run. Yeah, he's he's not a bad goaltender. No, uh, the Colorado Avalanche need to take care of the Nashville Predators in four games, eight days, as Daryl Sutter yes. uh, called in his uh, you know about a month ago in a, in a post uh, game press conference. This Colorado team's scary, man. They're really scary. They can get offense from nearly anywhere. They're fast and they don't mind the gritty stuff. 
Colorado, man, like this is your cup winner. How are you feeling about them going into the second round? Well, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you've got guys, you've got McCarr with three goals, 10 points. Yeah. It's ridiculous. McKinnon's got over a goal a game. Yep. You got Andre Burakovsky ripping pucks through the net. Yeah. Literally yeah. through the that net. That was a snipe. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it's hilarious. Daryl Sutter saying that too. Yeah. Calls eight it days. Then they were wrapped up pretty quick. I don't know if it would have been eight days with a healthy, uh, UC Saros. No, uh, I, think I he don't might be able to sell it. Cause I mean, he they would have stole at least a game. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But no, it was a sweep and, and, uh, Smashville. See you later. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens there in eight in Nashville. In season, yeah. Yeah. I'm not you sure. You got Philip Forsberg up. Yes. Yeah. So I he's, so. he's a UFA. Yeah. He's making like six right now. Yeah. Big year for him. Yeah. Massive year for him. Surprise, surprise contract season. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with him. He'll be a nice acquisition for any team that can get their hands on Philip Forsberg. No kidding. Team like Ottawa. That would be absolutely massive. Yeah. Team like Ottawa. Massive. Um, Nate, the Hurricanes have dominated the Bruins three games at home. They have just absolutely stomped them. The Bruins have looked. The pace of, of play, I mean, it just it's just ridiculous how much of a uh, have a difference it is in from Carolina? rank to rank. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in Boston, you know, it's much, much closer games. But obviously, the Bruins have taken care of the, of the uh, Hurricanes at home. Um, but uh, but the Bruins, they just they can't find their game. Uh, they missed Charlie Coyle or Charlie McAvoy in game four with COVID. Uh, anyway, he gets back. Private Jets to Carolina. They end up getting pumped. I don't know if they can get it done in Game Six, man. I haven't liked what they, you know, their their consistency obviously hasn't been great. But I think that if they do get it done, it's going to be three guys. It's going to yeah. be Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak. Absolutely humming on the offensive side For of sure. things. They had 16 points in the first two games. Uh, they were reunited at home. Uh, you know, it's going to be on them. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, but Carolina just looks like the better team um, overall. They do. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston pushes it to seven, though. Yeah. You know, they get the home game. I mean, every home team has won so far, obviously. Yeah. Yep. And um, I mean, if you get it to game seven, who knows? You and know, like the boys come one, out swinging. Like and who? This is like, one team too, man, that knows how to knows how to play up against you know backs up against the wall yeah. and uh, and knows how to dig deep. A lot of leadership in the room too. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Just for me as a fan, my expectations are low. I just, you know, I don't, I haven't loved their performance in Carolina. And then at home, obviously, you get that juice, you get that jolt. You're like, yeah. Okay, then, we're back, yeah. But then if we go back to Carolina, I mean, they're going to have to do something. Um, it sounds like Hampus Limpinol might be back, which could be huge because that he is, be uh, I mean, you're, it's your big acquisition at the trade deadline and he's been out. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens in Toronto. Toronto, man, what a game five they had. Oh. Unbelievable! Down two nothing early. You're like, is this going to be a game four? You know, rewind. Are I they going to get absolutely it. pumped again? Like, there's no way. Anyway, they come back and end up winning four three. An electric game. Game of the playoffs thus far. Definitely, no definitely. Willie Nylander. You know, he's thinking oh. he's like going to be the goat of the. You know, people. Sorry, the goat in in the bad way um, of the playoffs. And uh, did you know that, that that you could use goat as like the bad? Uh, like the goat is like someone like the worst put like the um, person who's like puts, the whipping goat. The whipping goat. Or yeah, some like the, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the uh, the person who puts yourself in bad situations. I guess I don't know how to explain it. I just think that fly. guy gets so like oh he's the such whipping a boy bad rap man. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like you know he he scores two goals in game four. When yeah, but everyone's highlighted the play yeah. of him not going into the corner against Chernick. Yeah, exactly. Chernick, and yeah. it's like okay, like geez. there's a lot of forwards in the league not going in the corner for that. Hundred percent. I see like, it. Dude, every Marner game. doesn't do it. Yeah. No, no, no shot. one says anything no. about him. Johnny Goudreau's not doing it. Yeah, no. exactly. So no shot. Guy, if you're an undersized guy, I mean, that's just is kind of like, and if you don't play with that sandpaper grit, I mean, that's just kind of like you're just not going to win that puck battle. It was kind of a tough one though, because like he had Chernick beat. Oh, he did, and he just kind Slowed of let out. out. It was yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy is big. You do got to take the hit, but. I mean, we'll you see do. what happens um, with, you know, with Willie Nino. But I did want to say, Nate, he happens absolutely nipping to go oh, off 3-2 off the post. That on was sick. And then the Marner pass, the pad pass. Yeah, per textbook. I know, I know. Unbelievable. Got Matthews a plus 850 there for seventh goal scorer, too. So how are you? Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. So um, so the Leafs are up. They're heading to Tampa. I mean, now it's got check time. You've been in the playoffs. You've been to game sevens. You haven't been able to get it done since 2004. Do these guys have it in them to get it done? We'll see. I don't think they're going to win game six, but okay. I think they can wrap it up at home in game seven. What it That's is, what I'm going with. What it is, it's going. the game will be decided, in my opinion, in the first 10 minutes of the game. Can yeah. you weather the storm, and can you put doubt in Tampa Bay's mind yeah. that these two championships are all they're going to get? Yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to weather the storm. And and you see it more often, too, once you get in these late games, like six and seven. Like, you get those games early, yep. or those goals early, sorry. 
And then it's just after that, it's like kind of just weathering it. Yeah. Holding on, holding exactly. on. Exactly. I also wanted to speak on too. I don't know. I want to hear your opinion on this. Sure. But holy smokes, dude. Like Spezza, Spezza goes out and talks to Jack Campbell after the two goals, you know. This guy's being praised like he just like cured world peace. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, obviously whatever he said to him, uh, you know, it could have had an impact for Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee it didn't change the momentum. <laughs> and the speeches that he's given has changed the momentum in the series. That, that's the other thing, too, yeah. that they were saying about the... His uh, leadership in the room. Well, it's like, how long are we going to hear about this, like, speech yeah. in the locker room? It's like, yeah. well, what, what do he say? Yeah, let's hear exactly. it. Exactly. Like, I, I, I mean, what? it's great if he's a guy that can make you run through a wall. Obviously, it's very beneficial in a dressing room. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, his veteran presence, and, and that's awesome. But, I mean, the impact of the game, he's not having much on it. No, so no, no, um, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to go talk to the goalie, I just can't believe how it's like, oh, it was blowing out. It's blew ridiculous, up. dude. Yeah. It's vintage, vintage. Uh, Nate, I just want to mention before we conclude quarter two of the NHL that St. Louis is up three, two, then close it out at home tonight versus Minnesota. That's a series I can see go, go in seven games for sure. Um, but we'll see what happens tonight. Yep. Um, in, uh, in Minnesota and see if they've got the, uh, the gonads to tie things up and head back. Yeah. To, there's, uh, there's some guys Minnesota. having some big, uh, big series over there. Tarasenko has been popping off. Jordan Kyrie's had a couple absolute foolish goals. Kaprizov has seven bingos. Yeah, Kaprizov looks money. He's looking great. He's a guy, yeah, he's going to be a star player for a long, long time. Yes. Man. He's incredible. Yes, he is. So, um, but that'll, be surprised it goes seven. Yeah, no, me too. That'll conclude court two of the NHL. We'll continue watching those playoffs, but we're moving into the halftime show, and it is a favorite. Shout out to our Twitter account. A fan on Twitter reached out and said, you haven't done the playbook in a while, so we're bringing we back the playbook. We are. Nate, it is time for the playbook. I'll start things off here, Nate. Okay. You're in Las Vegas for the first time. Things are moving and grooving in Las Vegas. It's, I mean, Vegas is is a wild spot from what I hear. Yeah. Your first trip to the ATM. What is your play? What's my budget? Let's say let's say you got let's say you got ten k. Ten k budget. Yeah, if you spent 10k though and you went home, you'd be like, "Uh oh." Yeah, I'm not gonna spend that much. No. if my budget was 10k, yeah, I, I would the first run I'd take out a grand. Okay, and I would see, yep, what's going on. Yeah, and then maybe later on, like I feel like that could last me a while, depending on like I'm gonna be playing exclusively blackjack. Yeah, and that like is gonna 25 dollar hands maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, if you get a thousand, like why not, right? Like 25 dollar minimum bets. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I'll roll with that, and then I'd probably just like kind of chill with it. Yep. Take it kind of easy, and then I'd probably take out another thousand like later in the trip and do that way. Yeah, two grand gambling. Yeah, yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, that's a good play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty safe bet. Yeah, the only issue is mm-hmm. is that once you get the beverages flowing, the free beverages. Yeah, it is tough. Those chips start flying. Well, that's just it, you know. They do. And, and they're you know, money becomes less of a concept the more beers you have. Yeah, especially yep. if you get up a little bit. Exactly. You're like, oh geez, I'll throw fifty here. Yeah. And you lose, and it's like, oh, geez. Thousand dollar hand. There goes that 50,000. Bet you're just walking in, putting it all on black on roulette. Like, and I'm bowing back to the ATM. All right, you ready for your first one? Yep. All right, Greg. You have been talking to this chick. Okay. Okay. You know, you're in the early stages. Um, you know, you're just kind of texting a little bit of Snapchat action. Okay. You know, you haven't you haven't hung out yet, but it's getting there, you know? Yep. Still trying to woo her a little bit. Yep. So you you're in a golf tournament. Okay. Anyway, she's volunteering. Okay. At this golf tournament. So she's sitting on one of the tee boxes. And by shitting, I meant sitting on one of the tee boxes. So she's there, and you go up to hit your tee shot, and you've been talking to her. You've been like, yeah, I'm pretty pretty smooth with golf, you know. You absolutely blow it completely off into the road, gonzo ball. What is your walk-away phrase as you, as you like, walk away from the ball? Like a quick, witty phrase that you're going to pop out. I was a little nervous there. What? I was a little nervous there. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's what yeah, you're yeah. gonna say. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I was a little nervous there. Okay, I thought you. Yeah. I thought the delayed thing, and I thought you were. Saying, no, no, no. I, like, no. I thought you were gonna say something no, else. I think that'd be the line. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I was a little nervous there, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, no, that's a good one. And just kind of say that you know, obviously, you were thinking about her, and she was on your mind during the swing. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think that's what I'd go with. Uh, you know, top of mind saying. I mean, obviously, it's not a pretty sight, or, or yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'll take a mulligan. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go with oh, like that was pure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, but uh, yeah, that's interesting, Nate. We're gonna stay on the golf course for your second one. Okay. Um, so you are paired up with the three most attractive 
women at the golf course. You're really excited about it. You're out there. You're teaching them a few things. You know, you're helping them out with, with the golf uh, side of things. And you're excited. You know, you're strutting around with the three girls. You're being smooth. They're loving. They're laughing. They're loving life. But on the second hole, you soil your shorts. Oh, my God. Yeah, you let one fly out of nowhere. You had no idea. You thought it was a fart. Boom. Oh, my God. What's your play? Tough one to pull off. Tough one to pull off. I'm thinking it's like, coming through your shorts too. You can see visibly. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm going to have to be like, ladies, listen, hell of a day out here. As you can see, I have, uh, <laughs> there's feces in my pants. I'd be like, this normally doesn't happen. Yeah. As you can probably imagine, I'm a grown man. I don't usually deposit feces into my, into my pants. Yep. But I am. So you're uh, letting them know that this has happened. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of tough, you know, okay. because I think, I think you maybe I'll sneak away, walk off, or what do you do? Or maybe I just like pretend to bust my ankle. I just think you do a little get, chop on. I think sneak you gotta, away. I think you say you left your cell phone at the pro shop, or I'm just going to jog back quickly, or and and buy new pairs of everything. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad call. Get carted back out, but if they can see it, I don't know if they're checking for it though. Like they're like I'm just thinking of how I'm going to get out of there. I'm going to walk backwards away. You're going to jog. I'm going to hope they think it's sweat. Okay. Well, I'm going to go. I don't know. I don't know. Go with that. I'm probably just going to wear it and be like, guys, I shit myself. I'm going to go get some pants. For sure. Like, And then I'm going to walk back and it's probably going to be hilarious. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Holy smokes. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, I, don't, I can't imagine I'm ever in that situation. Yeah. Uh, well, you Tough one to, you, Well, yeah, you don't ever know. No. All right, Greg, you're away from work. You're away for work for a bit. Yep. And your wife gives you a call while you're out. Oh, no. And she tells you, honey, I just picked up a dog. Oh. This thing is a thoroughbred pit bull. Oh. It is a rescue dog. Oh. For the last six months, it's been living by the LA River. Oh. This thing has been. Is there a river in LA? There is. Okay. It's, yeah, there is. And uh, this thing's been down there and it's been, whatever it's been doing, it's been living for six months. And when you come home, this dog, you're, you're a stranger. She's bonded with the wife. You're a stranger to him. What is your move with this dog? I'm going to have to probably wrestle it. Wrestle the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show it who's boss. Or or get it. Or I'm arriving home with a big like cooked steak or something for the dog and say, whatever its name is, come over here. Give him the steak. You know, then start petting him. Get to know him. Yeah. Then you got to spend some time with him. The next few days, you're spending all that time with the dog. You're going to have to. Yeah. You got to bond that thing quick. You've got to create a bond early. You do. Um, that's my biggest worry with... Um, with kind of rescue dogs is like, holy smokes. Like they're unpredictable. What, yeah. What did you like? What did someone do to you? This is the one thing with, with having a breeded dog is that you train them and grow up with them from, from, yeah, from, you know, day one, day one. So, yeah. so you can kind of understand unpredictability. You don't like that. If something were to happen, it's like, that's completely out of character. Yeah. You know, like you understand, you can predict what your dog's going to do for sure. If you don't know them, you have no idea at yeah. any moment what could go down or what, or just what's in its head from exactly. You know, from one little thing it remembers. Life. Yeah. Anyway, just yeah. to mention it, just a side note is uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra just got a dog and PETA tweeted at them saying, I can't believe you just got a new dog from a breeder. Like we've got all of these rescue oh dogs. It's like, God, dude. Anyway, we're not going to get into that, Nate. Holy smokes. Dude, you can get whatever dog you want. Yeah. Like, what? All right, Nate, this is an interesting <laughs> scenario for you for your third playbook. Okay. You have gone to the beach with your significant other. Mm -hmm. It's a scorching hot day. You're the first two to arrive. Yeah. You decide, I got to go. I got to go hop in the water. Yeah. You hop in the water. It's freezing cold, but you spend about a half an hour out there swimming around. You're bouncing around. You know, you're not paying attention to stuff, but once you come out of the water, you understand now that it is a nude beach. Okay. And you're walking back. You got to remember here, this water was freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you walk back and your girlfriend's fully nude and she's expecting. Expecting. You to, to join her uh, at, on just, this nudist beach. Okay. But there's people around and there's some serious packages hanging around. <laughs> and you are dealing with a half an hour in freezing cold water. What's your play? Okay. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm just whipping them off. Okay. Either that, or I'm getting like close to the water and maybe giving it the old like shake around, yep. trying to get it moving a bit. You know, warm it up. You ever see like couples like cuddling on a beach? Like what? What a nudist beach? Can you cuddle on a nudist beach? I mean, it's it's definitely showing some some different cards. <laughs> 
It's not a lot of people who think you'd be cuddling. No. That's it, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my play, I want to go to a nude beach. Okay. Real bad. Okay. Like, I want I want to see what it's all about. I've walked across one in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, for the most part, I think it's just going to be mostly older people. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah so, is. I mean... With all due respect, I think I'm going to be doing all right with a okay. with a with a cold cold <laughs> horn. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I think that's my move. I'm just going to whip it off and okay. just. I mean, even I can do the old cover up for a bit, you know, like yeah. do the old. Oh, yeah, yeah, stretch yeah, yeah. out. Now you're going to get the back tan early. Yeah, my fear is. Yep. Um, just impromptu erections. Okay. You know? Yeah. You know, some it happens. Okay. And so I don't want to be sitting on the, you know, somebody walking by or it's just, you know. Anyway. All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was that was an a, interesting one. Yeah, I mean, wow. All right, Greg. Yep. It's your first day. Dream job. Okay. Um you're going into this hour-long mandatory meeting right before like this is at the start. First, I just, I just want to say I'm currently working my dream job. I know, but yeah. it's theoretics. Okay, it's three theoretics. Okay. You know, you got this. And if anyway. I had, if I had a different dream job, dream job. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we're just saying. Yep. Any, anyway, yeah. Right, yeah. Damn it all. Dream office job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, we're just like. Sure. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. I yep. guess we'll say for sure. All right. So anyway, you get in there. It's your first day. Yep. Your boss is like, you have an hour long mandatory meeting to start off. Like yeah, you got to yeah. go over some stuff. He says, listen, guys, like go use the bathroom before. Oh, no. I don't want to hear it. Uh, like you're in here for the hour. There's yep. nobody's leaving. Go use it now. You'll be okay. This yep. is it. You're in here for the hour. Yeah. You're like, okay, you go to the bathroom. 45 seconds in. Yeah. As soon as you sit down, that door shut. You start getting the old back groans, the stomach groans. And cramps. you can feel it coming. Cramps. Bad, bad, very bad cramps. What is your move? And it's coming within five minutes. This is my move, and it's greasy. Oh, no. It's pull up my phone. Yeah. And say, I am so sorry. I've got an emergency, and I need to take care of this. Okay. And I leave the office for the day. For the day? For the day. Okay. And I say that, uh, you know, my, you know, one of my family members was rushed to, ho- rushed to hospital, and I needed to get there. Holy shit. Um, and uh, and I go back the next day, and I say, listen, that was very atypical. That, you know, that never happens. And obviously, you know, you know, being a first, you know, my, my first day on the job, I would never leave. You know, I want to be here. But, you know, just you know, this came, you know, at a, at a, in an opportune time. Holy smokes. What? I don't know. Is that That's just, play? I don't know. That's kind of some karma, no? I don't know. I mean, I what are you going to do there? Just blow it all in your <laughs> shorts and like, yeah, I mean, either it's probably better than being completely screwed. Well, like you're not just going to go to the bathroom. He just like, he's like, yeah, go to the bathroom now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've got to leave for the rest of the day. Yeah, you would. You would. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the move. Yeah. yeah. Like that's like, I think that that right there was, that was 1 million IQ. What, what I just pulled off in the middle of that meeting. It, yeah. It was, yeah. It would be because he wouldn't be thinking it. No. He'd be like, well, something clearly happened. This guy's a stand-up guy. I just hired him in, into like this huge role, and I love him, and we built a good relationship. And clearly, this doesn't happen frequently. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to conclude the playbook. Yeah, I went down some dark, dark, strange routes. That it, time. It, it always does. It typically yeah. does. But uh, Nate, we're got quarter three MLB. You know, we're going to talk Yankees. We're going to talk Christian Yelich. We're going to talk Guardians. Guardians, the boys. It is time for quarter three of the Daily Intermission Podcast, season two, episode 38 and eight. The Yankees sweep the Blue Jays. They are off to a 22 and eight start. They got Aaron Judge leading in home runs. This is the best 30 game start they've had since 2003. What are you thinking about the New York Yankees? I'm thinking they're absolutely juiced. Yeah. That's what they are. Yep. It's unbelievable. They're looking great. They're looking terrific. 22 and eight is outrageous. Yep. I mean, it's it's a tough division in there in the AL East, man. Yes, you got is. the Jays. They're not playing particularly bad baseball. I mean, they've had some tough goes against the Yanks. Yep. It's just a shame they got to play these teams so often. I guess yeah, is the for thing sure. for sure. Um, but you know, the Jays are kind of coming. Like, what are they? They're they're pretty close to five hundred now. Are they not? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I mean, Let's it's it it's very early. Like this is these are two teams yeah. that you wait for the Jays heater. Because the oh, Jays yeah. are going to go on one. And the Yankees are going to go on a bit of a slump. Slump, for There's sure. no doubt. For sure. So, um, But yeah, man, they've been such a great team, man. And they took care of the Jays, obviously, in a sweeping fashion. So um, this is a dangerous team. And uh, and if you like Aaron Judge to hit a home run. I do. You do. I, I love him. Plus 240. Plus, yeah. But this is yesterday, folks. So Yeah, I, so hopefully by right now he spanked one last night. That's correct. Or in the money. Uh, Nate, Christian Yelich hits for the cycle. First cycle this season. Yes. 
third of his career. That's, That's unbelievable. Yeah, that is impressive. That is impressive. What a, like the things that got to go down for this cycle to happen. I more think mentally. Yeah, for sure. But is do you think there's a point where it's like, you know, you push for you push for that extra base? Like, say you hit a dinger early, then you get a triple, or no, say you get a home run, then you get a double and a single, and now you got to get the triple. Like that's a tough one to pull. 100%. Like that last one, like a triple is so like, man, things got to go your way for that. Man, I was thinking, what happens if you start the game off with a triple, mm-hmm. hit a dinger, hit a single? You need the double. Yeah. Because you've got to keep it in the ballpark. Obviously, it's a well-hit ball. Yeah. Or it's a stinger down the line. I mean, triple and double for your last one. Tough. Mentally, you got to get those out of the way early. Ideally, you'd want to go triple, yes. then nail a double. Yes. And then, and then probably hit a dinger and be like, okay, I yeah. just got to get a base hit just here. Just get on I'm bet. Like, I'm yeah. not even going to push. You could bunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, that, would, that would probably not look the best. No. <laughs> it's like he's out here bunting trying to get a single so he can hit the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, I mean, it's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, for but sure. to have three in his career, that's unreal for a yeah. guy like Christian Alex. Nate, the Guardians and White Sox game yesterday was postponed due to COVID, a COVID outbreak. I swear, if this continues to to linger around for longer than this, say, this season, like starting next September in the NFL, I will lose my mind, man. I can't believe that this is still around. Like It's especially just how it is now. Like, it's nothing. But the thing is, is that it does wipe you out. Like, it does wipe you out for yeah. a few days. And if it gets buzzing around the stadium, then, then your team, you're not going to be able to play. So I guess you want to keep it contained. It's just... It's just shitty, man. It's so shitty that this is still around. And a guy like Charlie McAvoy misses game four in the Bruins series due to COVID. And and you got Drake Bathurst in front of the show, unable to, to go. He's on his way. He'll be playing in game one, but missing, missing the preliminary games yeah. um, with uh, with Team Canada because of COVID. It's just, it's still around and it sucks. It does suck. It especially sucks just because like these guys, had they have a flu that was the equal to what they're going through, they're going to play. Yep. You know, for but sure. it's just the fact that it is COVID that they have to sit out, which sucks. But yeah, I'm hoping it wraps up soon. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. You even see it still. Like I thought it was kind of so in the rear surprising. view a few months ago. It's so surprising. Now it's just see. like you get the odd one and you're like, Oh my goodness, yeah. dude. Like what? Like surprising to see. It is. It's a shame. Your guy Juan Soto in Washington Beauty. hit his first home run. He's got six in the year that, had multiple RBIs. His first five home runs of the year, all solo shots. Holy smokes. Which is just unfortunate for your uh, RBI yeah. statistics. That is tough for the um, RBIs. But, you know, he ended up hitting a two-run shot last night. Juan Soto, he was at the Caps game too. Bigs Caps guy. Yeah. This guy's an all-around beauty. He is a beauty, dude. Unbelievable guy. Yeah. What a, like, on that uh, the World Series team when they were there, man, what a squad. Yeah. Scherzer. <sighs> Crazy eyes, Scherzer. Buddy. Scherzer um, and the boys. You know, it's funny. You look at the top of the standings right now, and you look at teams spending. I mean, look at the Dodgers, look at the Yankees, look at the Mets. All spend through the roof, all yep. at the top of the MLB. So yep. is there a correlation between spending and results? We shall see. Yeah, we Seems shall. to be right now early in the season. I mean, you still um, got the Rays right there too, though. Yeah. We know that spending ain't high. No, exactly. Yeah, Billy Bean, he's uh, he's analytical focused. That is um, true. Reed Devers, Nate, throws a no-hitter for the Angels. If he can get going, this he was a first-round pick a few years ago. Those are no hitter. This rotation could be fairly deadly. You know, you got Otani pitching yes. lights out. You yep. got Thor. Um, <laughs> you know, it could be uh, Noah Syndergaard. He's there, right? Noah Syndergaard. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I'm pretty LA. sure. Yeah, um, I do believe. If I'm not mistaken. It's another long-haired, blonde-haired. I, I think it is he, Noah Syndergaard. I was gonna say because I don't think he's in. Uh, he's not in New York anymore. No, I, mean, I was just thinking maybe he was in. Yeah, he's on the Angels. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I mean those three, if you get this this young kid who's throwing no hitters, you get Otani, you get Noah Syndergaard going. I mean, you also have Mike Trout absolutely buzzing on every single cylinder note to man. Yeah, best player in baseball. So I mean they haven't had a big playoff run with Mike Trout. It would be awesome to see him it win the World be. Series. I'm kind of on the Angels wagon this season if you haven't got that vibe from the podcast. Yeah, well, I mean it's I just wish they would bring back that old do you remember that old logo they had? It's like kind of the light blue. Oh, I'll show you when we're done the episode. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokingtons. I would love to see an Angels run as well. Yeah. There's a um, lot of teams I'd like to see go, though. Like, I wouldn't hate seeing the Mets make a run. Yeah. I want to see the Jays do well. I don't even, sure. I didn't, I know you wouldn't like it, but I, I'm not, I like the Yankees. Obviously, you can't stand them. I, I don't want any success <laughs> for, for the New York Yankees at all. Um, I do want to mention, though, Nate, uh, Canadian Josh Naylor, mm-hmm. one of the better names in baseball, Josh Naylor. Uh, he, the Guardians were down 8 2 earlier in the week on Monday. 
Josh Naylor hits a 3-1 dinger and a grand slam his last two at-bats to win. Canadian boy, wanted to give him a shout-out. He is an awkward builded, uh, awkward man in terms of build. Uh, but, uh, you know, kind of a pudgy guy. Where's the baggiest stuff? But a three-run dinger and a grand slam to, to, to end up winning that game. I mean, Canadian boy Josh Naylor on the Guardians. Shout out. Um, I'm also going to say, uh, just from our TikTok the other day, I believe he's a no batting glove guy. Oh. I believe he is a no batting glove guy. Okay. Or he switches okay. in between. Yeah, yeah. I want to say he didn't have them on during the absolute I clinic, find that's though. insane. Dude, yeah, the vibration. If, like, you wouldn't think it would make that much of a difference. What happens if you got 100 mile an hour off the hand? Oh, dude. Yeah, peace. I'm not sure that a glove gives you much protection, but no. it gives you a bit. It does, especially when, on a wood bat when you're hitting. Like, it, it kills the vibration quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Nate, that's going to conclude the MLB talk. We'll continue to monitor that marathon. Yep. And next up in quarter four, Nate, we're talking PGA Tour. You. Yeah. All right, folks. Episode 32. 38 season two of the daily mission podcast we're talking pga tour and it is official nate the pga tour will not grant release for players to play on the saudi league so if you choose to go play on the saudi league you will lose your pga card this is interesting development uh, this is an interesting development out of the golf world so if you choose to go play in this saudi event you will not be playing on the pga tour yeah i mean that's definitely <laughs> there's got to be a few people that are now maybe not thinking about going You'd have to reckon, eh? Uh, but, or are they just completely punched out on it and saying, screw it? Yeah, because... I just don't think this, this league is going to last that long. Because man. the only major sanctioned by the PGA Tour is the PGA Championship. All the rest, you could play in. Okay. The Masters, you could play in. Um, so you US wouldn't need Open, the card? You could play in. You wouldn't need your PGA. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and the British Open, obviously, wouldn't need to be a member of the PGA Tour to play in. Okay. So... You'd have three majors on the table, plus you'd be getting paid all this money over another tour. So I think that these guys are still going to do it. I think Sergio, yeah, yeah. I think well, Phil obviously, um, you know, Phil like this this whole gambling you know uh, ordeal that's kind of coming out with Phil Mickelson is kind of scary. But <clears throat> I think this is the entire motive. Do you think this week coming up, Nate, next week, I should say, we'll get into the AT and T Byron Nelson here in a moment, but. We've got the uh, the PGA Championship next week at Southern Hills. We've talked about it, but Phil and Tiger are going to be in the field. Do you think the PGA Championship? Phil, the rainy champion, they want Phil to just absolutely MC and get get out of there? <sighs> Probably. I mean, he's got pretty much <clears throat> bad, pretty bad rap around the community right now. Yeah, he does. Um, you know, you got the gambling stuff. You got the statement. Yeah. Which is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. Like, you think, what, you're saying like the PGA Tour? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like just, they're hoping like just just the like, general golf oh, world. And, oh, the general. And, and people, I would think, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not going to be too many people. I don't think rooting for him. No, would you? Like, no, I don't. I don't think. I think that people will want Phil Mickelson to to miss the cut to miss the cut yeah. and, and to kind of conclude his PGA Tour career. I mean, he'll we'll probably see him in the majors. Who knows, man? People are really upset with with his. Um, Is he going Saudi, honey? Hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I I do think that that's locked in. Um, Jeez, but, wild, uh, Nate, let's talk a little bit about the AT&T Byron Nelson, yeah. uh, in McKinney, Texas this week at TPC Craig ranch. Uh, it's going to be interesting. The field's pretty big. I mean, obviously a, an event before the majors guys are looking to get tuned in, uh, on their games, uh, friend of the show. We've had him on the podcast, Kyle Wilshire Monday qualify, which is just extremely imp- uh, impressive shot minus six, uh, to qualify and He's he'll be in playing mix. in the event. Um, who's your one and done pick? My one and done is, uh, Xander Shoffley. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Shoffley. I mean, I'm getting down on guys. I've I've yeah. had a tough year with it. Yep. Um, you know, I've still got Rom in the back pocket. Yep. Um I, I do have, I do as well. I have Kepka as well. Okay. I'm not sure when I would use him, but he's definitely gonna be used. It's scary because no Kepka that. dropped out this week and with the and with the tournament next week. I might go US open for uh for Kepka. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate it. I might throw Rom on it. Yeah, he, he's for going. US Open. Yeah. yeah, defending champ. Yeah. Um, I might want to done a big test this week. Aaron Wise. Okay. 83rd in the world. Okay. Yeah. That <clears> is, uh, nobody else is going to have him. That's for true. No, I think he's going to have a sneaky good tournament. I'm an Aaron Wise guy. He's had a few top 10 finishes this year. And if he can pot, man, he's similar to my guy, Willie Zalatoris. Mm. If he can find his putting stroke, he uses the big broom like Adam Scott. Um, it's funny, man. These guys who can't pot on tour, they try all of these different mm-hmm. things, an assortment of of, uh, of methods to to try to pot. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, my best bets, Nate, were Aaron Wise, Willie Zalatoris, and uh, and I forget my third, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. 
Yep. Yeah, and I took Sam uh, Burns. Sam Sammy B. Yep. Sammy B. He was almost my one and done pick too. Yep. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy Fleet. Yep. And uh, what was my other one? How Tommy Fleetwood, uh, Sam Burns, and, and my one and Xander Shoffley. Yes. Yep. Okay. So. so those are the best bets. You can find those on our Instagram page. Next week's the second major. We're all fired up for that, Nate. But that's going to conclude our little short quarter of golf. And we're moving into the fire wagon of dog water of the week. Yes. My fire wagon of the week, Nate, is a defenseman from the Colorado Avalanche. His name's Kale McCarr. Four okay. games, 10 points. This guy's an absolute wagon. Maybe the best footwork in the league. They're going to be an absolute wagon. I'm giving Kale McCarr my fire wagon of the week, Nate. I like it. I like it a lot. That's a ridiculous amount of points for a defenseman. Yes, it is. And uh, I think it's only suiting he gets fire wagon of the week. Yes. I'm going to go with Kirill Kaprizov. Okay. This guy just sneakily has seven goals yep. in this series. You haven't heard a whole lot of chatter about him. No, you you know, that series is kind of under wraps just with the Leafs going on, some other series that are a little more notable. Yep. I'm going to go with him. Cool. Kale, or not Kale McCarr, sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, absolutely, with, with Caprizo. But I'm Caprizo. going with uh, Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson, dog water? Dog water of the week. Okay. For a variety of reasons, obviously the gambling. I'm not going to you know, harp on that too much. But uh, yeah, Phil Mickelson leaving the PGA Tour. Uh, and uh, and I just, I, my love for Phil has certainly faded. And I'm giving him the dog water of the month. It's kind of crazy how this guy went from, in a year's time, just like, kind of like everybody was all over him when he won the championship. Yep. Loved him, and then he hasn't now it's been a, completely opposite. He hasn't been like a beloved character through his career because obviously his he would he would go toe to toe with Tiger. All yeah, the time. And, for sure. Um, you know, he was kind of the villain, but yeah, he um, he's a he's a he's an interesting cat. Yeah, it was just last year, like he was just Twitter. He was oh, god on Twitter. Yeah. You know, oh, he yeah. was awesome. Um, I'm gonna go with my dog water. I am going to roll with Igor Shosturkin. Okay. I mean, this man is very fair. Probably still gonna win the Vesna Trophy. I think. Yep. Um. Peter, that's the consensus anyway. Um, but, uh, I mean, if you took playoffs into consideration, he most certainly would not be. This yep. guy's getting late. I mean, they even won last night. He still allowed three goals. So. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, he hasn't got a whole lot of help either. I mean, they're getting like 40 shots against per game. Yeah. So it's kind of tough. But I, I'm going to I'm gonna single out the poor goalie and give him the dog water. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, fella. Well, that's going to conclude episode 38 of season two, the Daily yeah. Mission podcast. Guys, make sure you go give us a, a five stars on the episode. We appreciate you guys. Go, go follow us on all our social media. We'll catch you guys uh, on Monday. Later. Later.